<laughs> we're back episode two of the Ep- alien part two episode yeah. 38 episode 38 <laughs> part two of alien you see this is a continuation notice uh i have the same clothes on <laughs> we all have the same clothes on we did um, a time loop to the future yeah man just the topic was just too good too juicy we just we were just getting started and we hit our hours so uh, no shout out to the week. Really no intro needed because we're in the second part of the alien conversation. Uh, episode 38, keeping it moving. Got geology. We got J-Mo, Mike the Baptist here, jumping right into this alien conversation. So just a quick recap of last episode. We were discussing how essentially that term alien has to do with a with uh, referencing it a foreigner. But what we've seen from the scientific realm, from the cult realm, uh, really has to do with... A, and a biblical, too. And biblical realm. It, it has to do with a, a spirituality, uh, a spiritual experience that you get when um, you, know, when you encounter this being, uh, whatever this being is. And so we were, we were just breaking it down and talking through some things. So check out that episode. Listen to it, uh, which will lead us right into this uh, part two of the alien conversation. So... Um, John had questions. G had things he was missing out. It's late. Not super late, but it's late. I'm hungry. These guys are hungry. But you know what? It doesn't matter because this topic is dope. So let it not be alien to you. (laughs) I had to do that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to sign out now. uh, Shortest episode. Yeah, this wasn't a good idea. This was a terrible (laughs) idea. Um, so so uh so jmo has some questions so yeah um so like just kind of uh based on some research that i've done um and maybe i'm not clear maybe you could just bring some to light mm-hmm. and i'll just free ball some ideas that um maybe need some <laughs> he cl- said free ball. um need some <laughs> need some uh clarification you know mm-hmm. um so i had uh seen some things um on antarctica um Ooh. it's it's uh Ooh. it's it's in the movies i mean you can mm-hmm. see it in the movies but um i don't know how what the validity is uh specifically when it comes to aliens um you see it in the film i think um was that the the transformers movie i think the second yep. one where it's like this um antarctica and then there's like these alien script mm-hmm. and uh so hollywood is using it um but i don't know how valid and um why you know humanity can't go to antarctica so i don't know if you can i mean human uh not humanity antarctica is supposedly considered the final frontier type of thing um in a way it's supposed to be like space uh, a lot of people like saying it like that but antarctica they have it as one of the entrances of the hollow earth i don't know if you guys have heard of the hollow earth theory. Yes. Okay. Where it's I don't know it, but yes, I've heard. Yeah, it, it's not like flat Earth. Is that the one? That's the one where there's an Earth inside of the Earth. Oh, so okay. the aliens that did exist, uh, that actually came from another planet, colonized what used to be known as Atlantis or Lumeria before the War of Atlantis okay. and Lumeria. Uh, the last survivors, instead of uh, there's two different variations. One of them is Atlantis was off of the coast of close to Africa. Another one is they're close to uh, Cuba, but either or they moved or migrated to um, Africa, and that's what colonized the whole humanity came about type of thing. Okay. Where you have as well um, Lumeria and Atlantis, they fought the survivors before the Great Flood that happened because of the cataclysm of the war. They basically got together, formed like a peace treaty, and decided to go underground. While so there's two distinct races at this point. 
or something like at, that. At this point, yes. Okay. And basically, you have the advanced side or the scientists and things like that. They went to um, underground. Mm-hmm. So they to avoid all the cataclysm or all the changes that the Earth was experiencing because of the war or the Great Flood because of the cataclysm. So they escaped the flood in their standpoint. Correct. So what they did is they went underground. So there's actually three entrances, one in India, one in Antarctica, and the other one is close to California. And these three are all hidden. Um, no one knows really how to get there. Some people say that if you actually go through Antarctica, fly over, there's actually a book that uh, some pilots, they, he was like ex, ex, I wouldn't say ex-Marine, but um, ex-Air Force. I was forgetting the term there. <laughs> Ex-Air Force uh, during the 1940s, he's saying that he helped Hitler escape to the hollow earth so that they basically flew over. There's a giant hole in the middle of Antarctica. So you basically just fly over, keep going straight down, and you encounter the hollow earth. Where so is, this where is kind of blowing my mind because based on what I was indoctrinated as a kid, uh, the earth has, you know, magma and mm-hmm. different layers of the earth. So if you dig down deep enough, it'll come to a place where it's supposed to be unbearable. Yep. Like humanity can't live, like humans can't be there. So it's kind of blowing my mind that there's a hole that you can go into um, that's supposed to be like a second Earth. It's supposed to be a second Earth. So, but no sun, no nothing, because that, that logistically, how does air go down there? You know it's, what I mean? It's technically yeah. how does that work? Because well, I don't know if you guys know the solar system, and that doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. There's caverns right through the whole Earth before you reach actually like the cru- you have the crust, okay. then you have the mantle, mm. but. In between the crust, you have all those pocket areas, like caverns and things like okay. that. Where it's those dry and not correct. Hot those okay. caverns can lead into what they consider the the entrances to the hollow earth. So instead of magma, magma and all that stuff was just placed so that people can believe that it's dangerous to go down there because they don't want people to actually see the truth mm-hmm. of it all. Mm-hmm. But yet they envision, or the hollow earth theory is yeah. that you have the earth crust layer mm-hmm. and then after that you have what they call the shell mm-hmm. and then after the shell you have an atmospheric setting that they've created and within it in the middle they've created this artificial sun that heats it's it up a lot of everything. technology going out there it's a lot and, of technology uh, pre that pre uh stuff that we i mean we just thought about microchips like what like maybe 30 years ago yep. so we got microchips but they got they generated a whole uh atmosphere uh yep. it's kind of hard to believe, hard man. To believe very hard to believe but yeah they're creating big uh a, a different big bang or what a second big bang or something like that in sweden or whatever it is so i mean oh that particle yeah so i mean yeah, but I mean you've had. I mean it's kind of hard to believe, but uh, just keep going, uh, keep going, man, because I want to continue. <laughs> so, but wait, wait, how does that tie back into? Well, yeah, that's Antarctica. Antarctica is basically gotcha, gotcha, the, gotcha, gotcha, the okay. main entrance. To gotcha. Get to, okay, uh, the aliens. And so, gotcha, do go. aliens at this place, this uh, hollow Earth, as you would put it? Um, what what did, what goes on in that hollow Earth? That's actually the name of it. Uh, if you actually want to know the name of the actual place, mm-hmm. you have Earth, and then you have. The actual hollow earth theory uh, name of the actual place is called Shambhala. Shambhala oh. is, if you know, in the Indian, it's the, the place of peace or blissful. Mike is about to look it up. Got to. <laughs> it's going to come up uh, in an in Uncharted <laughs> game, number two. Uh, Shambhala. That's true. true. Yeah. yeah that okay, was keep there. going. But um, that's supposed to be complete peace. Mm-hmm. 
like if you actually research it it's it's so advanced that people are integrated with nature itself so you have it sounds like a heaven right or like a it's, place it's, of it's like uh, a blissful peaceful place that not a lot of people can go to um you'll see it in a lot of movies like journey to the center of the earth okay like well, uh, makes sense. one and two <laughs> okay. you'll see it like it's paradise where there's still things that became extinct here but are it's still prevalent like down there like um based on what i know of um there was this show that I watched. Um, it's called Moonshiners, <laughs> but basically these. Everybody's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> drunk over that piece. But it's like these group of uh, uh, older people um, uh, f- that are southern, southern mm-hmm. people that uh, they they are legally making moonshine. And, and oh, it's, I don't they, know. I like can, watching. I don't know how you can legally make moonshine. <laughs> illegal, illegal. Oh, like, okay, yeah. Okay. So they're running from the cops in the show. So there was one episode where um, there was a cave. Mm-hmm. And they were lighting. They it was a perfect place because you know nobody wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they started passing out because the thing about the cave was that the oxygen level uh, with the fire and all this stuff goes like it, mm-hmm. it just takes sucks all the oxygen out. So I'm thinking about this hollow earth and just logistically how air <laughs> like it, i mean you got to generate a lot there's a lot of technology going on you got to generate an atmosphere you got to generate a sun you got to generate a, a wind tunnel and this is all flood time area yep okay flood time area nice that's a lot of technology okay that's yeah, what my to battery be. still be dying at the end so of we day. just we just came up with a microchip like 30 years ago so you know what i mean but that's so why they have that or they claim that about calculators uh, like the advanced civilizations that's what they claim so that goes into no and it's on here like it i mean it's pretty pretty so that goes into (laughs) alien that goes into another question about alien technology so does alien technology do you do you think that that's something that's real like um now it comes to two questions it's like i said in the last episode where it's like a lot of the governments you'll see a lot of the governments experimenting on new things that they found touching upon some aspects of the occult as well. So you have Aleister Crowley, how he came to modern-day television, um, how he wants to contact spirits and aliens, was he decided to make the cathode ray tube, which he was going to use as a... Uh, uh, who made that? Aleister Crowley was the, one of the founding people that helped... That made the television. Helped modern-day television. That, that's kind of yeah. blowing my... That's crazy. You can actually look at that. That's a theory. That's a theory? That's not a theory, no. Alessa <laughs> Crowley helped make dude, the television. This dude is having me do my research. But that yes, is you, that cra- um, that's crazy. You can also talk about Jack Parson. Jack Parson was an early apprentice of Alistair Crowley, okay. which is he was one of the founding fathers of NASA. Oh. And he shot up a rocket to, to basically space to create a portal so that uh, aliens can come in freely from another dimension and so now we're, we're separating because uh, is this shambhala is it a physical or spiritual it's supposed to be a physical place okay like so you can actually a, go and that's an actual yes. physical they but, have a generator but it, you can still see like you can experience each dimension hand to hand because huh. how they have it here is that we're set to physical limits but yet in shambhala it's everything's open your consciousness okay. is lifted I don't know if there's an elevator because from what <laughs> I've seen on pictures, it's just a giant hole, like a massive giant hole. It's it's massive, like giant massive. Hole, yeah. um, I don't know how you would you just jump and just hope that you stay alive, or um. I mean, <laughs> how they have it is that you just continuously keep going down, keep going down, and then it just. I think opens people up. just uh, just 
they jump, but they never come back from Shambhala. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're jumping in this hole, but I never see nobody not, return. And I mean, um, there was that uh, the pilot that actually went. How he described it is he just kept going, but my question is, how did he run out of fuel? Or how could he just keep going down? Wasn't the plane just like gonna collapse? Because those were like 1940 planes. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. This is a theory, right? That's a theory, yes. Okay, so something that. I mean, they also. Some people believe. And yeah, some people think that that's where Hitler escaped to. Other people think his, Hitler yeah. escaped to, like, Venezuela and things like that. Argentina. Oh, Argentina, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it defeats the purpose. I mean, he's, well, he, if he's right, if he would be alive right now, he'd be in his 90s yep. or, or even more, I think. I don't know. Wow, interesting. So, yeah. uh, technology. Like it's not far-fetched because television was invented in 1927, so Alistair Crowley had another 20 years of a life during that process. So, and so the main purpose Some of the articles are saying, yes, he, he, was, he had his hand in. Yes. And, and that's theory. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's theory. <laughs> I just feel like... I, f- I haven't done any research. I just feel like it's theory. <laughs> yeah, that's a little... That's crazy. Well, if you think about it, from the 30s to the, it wasn't until the 50s that you had programming. So for 20, 30, 20 something. I years, mean, consider what the was consider doing? the terminologies. Dude, you're they using. had they had movies out already they in the movies, 20s. But but I know the they 30s. had movies, but it was in the theater. Uh, there was no. It wasn't until mainstream in the 50s where one person could get. Like, a lot of uh, people don't question the terminology. Channel, you're channeling. Program, you're programming. Wow. Remote. Being basically, you're just there. Controller. Oh, remote. Like you just. Controller, remote. Dang. This a lot of people don't understand the terminology, but that's how it just came to be. Like oh. television has a lot to do with the occult, how it came out. That's pretty tripping, man. So Just like NASA with Jack Parsons. NASA would not have been created so, if it wasn't So I don't understand so this portal. You just explode something in so the Wait, why is he so like this portal? portal come it's like uh, they sent a whole bunch of chemicals out. And you can open a gateway. Because even though you have the spiritual aspect... And how would you can they know this? It's just amount of experimenting alchemy. You have basic form of alchemy okay. where you can turn gold into... I mean, uh, lead into gold, things like that. It's The thing is, magic is basically science. So what we have now as okay. like common day type of science, what we are taught... Mm-hmm. This was all like alchemy. This was like forbidden for people to like learn. And right. yet this has been transitioned to like an everyday thing where now we accept science over religion or science over mm. spiritualism. We consider spiritualism now a myth. And now science is the prominent factor that science mm. can explain everything. But yet mm. science only shows us how things work, not why things work. That's the problem that people don't understand. Yeah. So then... I guess as uh, we tie it to the whole alien, the demonic, that spiritual realm piece of the granting of this type of technology advancement, that's what we're saying, right? Is that this is coming from Aliens. those beings yes. in order to expedite knowledge and increase and, and all that. And so you can look at examples. A lot of people, I mean, uh, there's a Christian apologist that's researcher that he says it um, – he doesn't really like touching upon it because a lot of people get really skeptic, but um, he talks about it somewhat that it's a, it was a way of helping people understand, which was the book of Enoch. Um, he says that it shows you key things. Even though it's yeah. not a Christian book, it shows that someone wrote it with the intention of showing what it was actually going around at the time, which was you had Azazel, uh, which was one of the captains of Semzeel. Uh, I forget exactly what was the name. Uh, this was Satan's name before it was, like, altered during the times. But in the book, 
basically they each angel or each captain had a specific like study mm. so you had azazel which taught man medicine herbology and things like that you had other people that taught him metalworking you had other people that taught him um how to uh do killing blows or how to perfect in war <laughs> which is martial what, arts which is what you now which if you study through you could see as the gods Mm. So you have the the gods or the, the and this key is gods. this was only a particular um, so we're talking about angels teaching Correct. man teaching man but which it were was seen as gods but they were um, in the Bible they were each uh, or some they were like supposed to be in regions right they were uh, so in the book of Enoch they the they call them the watchers a group yeah, of which angels is not in the Bible just which is clarify. not in the Bible yeah, yeah just sorry clarify. sorry not in the Bible thank you for that <laughs> for the for canon, the accuracy. For the canon. <laughs> watchers actually in the Bible but and Dan but it's only clarifying one watcher which was gabriel but that was switched uh in book of enoch they're called watchers which were the fallen angels yeah and so in the book of enoch i haven't read it uh i honestly don't really care to read it (laughs) but i have i do know a little bit about it um i read it over a cup of tea or something no 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 i know a little bit about it and uh they were supposed to be in a particular region and um they disobeyed right and then they they weren't supposed to to develop, um, to de- divulge that information. information. Yes, and then so that's how, in the Book of Enoch, that's how we technically got how all they this have it in the Book of Enoch is that they split away even from Satan, so they became their own separate group as well. Mm-hmm. That's why you have then in the cult the hierarchy of the d- uh, the demons, where you have uh, Satan and his commanding officers, and then you have other than that different branches of groups that splits up. So then supposedly what they tr- like to try to do is there's a war within a war. So you have a, a different group of angels that are trying to better man while Satan's trying to like destroy man. Mm. Mm. So that's why you have then the Venusians or the people that come in peace all lighted up in uh, 1957 where they like came to help people and then they just disappeared. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what he's... (laughs) You just spit fact, but I don't even know, like... (laughs) Can you explain a little bit what the Venetians... And why people disappearing? Isn't Venetian, like, from in Italy? I know, it's (laughs) Venetia blind. They were, like... (laughs) that hotel over there? They were blonde (laughs) with blue or green eyes. That's uh, that's how they appeared. They came, and they were helping, actually, the presidential So it was, like, the Aryan race type thing? They were helping during the Eisenhower and things like that. And then they came, talked to them, and then supposedly, like, they just disappeared. Mm. That's that's the claim that they say. So disappeared like mines and disappeared, they, <laughs> and they were saying things like, um, "There's a war coming. The people like uh, there's a reptilian race that's coming to um, to like cause harm. So that's why they have like the two separation factions. Okay, where it's like aliens. So now you're talking about races. Now are we are we saying that these beings, these aliens, these um, what we would call demons, other people would call angels, um, have different come in different forms? Now, that's a tough question there because in the hierarchy of the demonology, each one has to have a different form. Like you have the lower class uh, angels, which if they actually want to come into the physical realm, they can only come in the form of small things like plants, smaller animals. There's a demon plant or there's an angel plant. <laughs> they only <laughs> things <laughs> so they can only <laughs> pass through. By orders of like their of higher these things, right? Okay, okay. Yes, like an incarnation of sorts Correct. through these means, hmm. and then you have their higher ones, which come in humanoid type of things. 
and then you have even higher ones which come they call them the the warrior class or the soldier which they come in the form of children which is the the worst ones that you can actually experience if you actually experience like a demonic looking child a child that's why you'll see a lot of it in uh hollywood like uh the, the child is possessed because they're in like the innocence level so so check this so that's why I don't watch those <laughs> movies because this is the thing. Yeah. So, um, and this was like the conclusion I made when I was doing research on music, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, 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 and when we look at movies and we get the storyline and how they're trying to evoke certain messages and all that. But take, for example, someone like Will Smith playing the character of Ali. If he's going to play a character, he has to be so drenched in the knowledge of mm-hmm. who Ali is and how he spoke and how he walked and you even get obsessed to where how he eats and how he worked out and and his mannerisms so that when you're on screen it's believable yep because it's real because he just transformed himself to be that character he channeled it yes yes when you know when when Jamie Foxx played Ray he didn't just like watch a couple of videos and like, okay, yeah, I got it. He had to become mm-hmm. this character, right? And that's the same, I mean, you know, when, when you talk uh, about any of these characters, uh, people who play to evoke uh, a certain character on screen, they take months and months. They learn martial arts, you know, they're, they're just to do choreography, just to make it convincing to you, they'll study six months of martial arts and become like, you know, a, a green belt or a blue belt or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> club ju- yeah, you'd be like, <laughs> and damn, right? Doing kicks. Uh, uh, just to be able to make it convincing to the, to the people watching that I have a certain level of practice in order to show you what my character is. And I say that because when it comes to these like horror films or the mm-hmm. films that are talking about magic or, or, or demon possessed or whatever, there has to be a realm. There has to be a, a level to which you're becoming drenched and you're becoming saturated with this topic. You're having to study the magic. You're having to mm-hmm. study. So, be- so it's believable. So that if I'm going to give special effects of you know a child being possessed or whatever – there's a sense of needing to make sure that you know it so well that even if it's you're evoking falsehood through the television or, or through, the, through, the, through the, the acting, there's still this place where you're having to, what G said, channel this in order to portray it. Hmm. And that's where I draw the line in, in certain things, like certain movies and such, because, dude, like... Not only have I heard stories, but we experienced that watching a certain movie, mm-hmm. me and John together watching a movie where we knew the, the demonic history behind the movie. We knew that there was some things there and there was a lot of Aleister Crowley influence in that movie. And it's funny because that movie mm-hmm. came out around the time of the 20s when... You know what I'm saying? Like, and just all the symbolism and stuff is all Alistair Crowley. Like, all the pictures you go in, it's all that. It's all occultish. And me and this man watching that, this movie um, at my place, and suddenly we ha- there's a demonic image that appears on the screen. And then suddenly a demon was in the, like a spiritual being was in the room with us. Now, that's not us. Like, that's not anybody who knows who we are. That's not... We don't, we don't just walk around and try. We don't make up. Like, that's not what we do. Yo, we experienced that. And this man was like, couldn't even move. 
it was like a cool but i already knew it was gonna happen right because i uh, i paused it right um i paused the video because i was already getting the vibes and then i you were like yo i'm gonna continue watching i was like at your own discretion and i i I went i covered my eyes i unpaused it and then it within like five seconds yo it was crazy (laughs) like a mirage like that mirage i was talking about when you're driving through new mexico like that mirage came between us and we looked and we were like Yo, both of us at the same time. It wasn't like we were just, both yeah. of us were like, yo, yeah. suddenly there was a cooling and then a heat yeah, in the room. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like freak of, it, it was just yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. This man couldn't move, physically couldn't move. And yo, I just started to like, <laughs> like Jesus. As soon as I was like, yo, in the name of Jesus or whatever. Yeah. Immediately the thing, it, it left. So I, we didn't see it anymore. And this dude like suddenly was able to move. He's like, yo. Yo, we turned off the thing. <laughs> That's when you called me. It was like two. Yeah, yeah we did. We called G and uh, and we put on worship music, mm-hmm. and that was it. We were like, "Yo, we can't do it." I say all that because that experience for me was convincing enough to say, "Yo, like the things that can come out of this screen, mm-hmm. absolutely has the ability to impact from a spiritual level, mentally." actually spiritually and in this example it was physical because my dude couldn't move mm-hmm. i saw it it was physical <laughs> I probably was just move. looking at you like what's yo going we on? Were, he was like yo son <laughs> what he was like this he's like he couldn't move this dude was like yo and as soon as i did that then he as soon as i said yo in the name of jesus this man was like he came out of it <laughs> yo and we just went on like yeah, yeah, yeah. worship music mm-hmm. we were just talking about jesus we were in scripture we called g yo it was it we was yeah, we were yeah. not in a place where uh where we wanted to continue so i say all of that just to kind of sum that piece up is absolutely like if they're if they're putting that in in movies with a you know a child or whatever and that's like the the height of it like you know damien or you know it's the height of that child yo i'm convinced that these dudes not only did research but they're tapping into that realm so deep that they want to evoke it on the screen and it's potential that there are some things that have come out of it. Well, I saw a documentary. Um, this is actually a Jay-Z documentary um, when he did the Black Album. So he retired, I think, in 2003, 2004. Um, he made the Black Album. He retired? He's still doing yeah. music. He came back from retirement. Oh, gotcha. uh, But the, when he actually retired, um, it was like a documentary and he was in the studio in this documentary and... I remember, and I was like, that's kind of interesting. Oh, I remember. Um, yeah. They had a pamphlet of, of, it was like, I think it said, it said like magic, a pamphlet, two pamphlets of magic. Then they look at Rick Rubin, which is, um, he's one of the founding fathers of, um, you know, uh, was the record label with uh, uh, Simmons? Uh, the one with the... Def Jam. Def Jam. Def Jam. Um, so it has, show a picture of him, and I'm not lying, there, is, uh, there was a goat, like a physical goat, in the studio in the studio like as he's rapping so i'm like okay this is kind of weird um but it just kind of like it goes to show you it's like this is the norm you know so gee what how does like we're talking about all this stuff aliens we're talking about different things how does hollywood play a role in all this it's basically conditioning people to accept it so when uh a good a note a good thing was um I believe it was Reagan or was it Bush? Um, one of them, I can't remember exactly who it was that said it, but it said um, the world would not really be united until we had a threat from outside. Huh. I don't know if you can pull it or uh, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Uh, who was that? Uh, Reagan. 
Uh, who said what? that? Who Reagan said that? or Bush? One of them, uh, like the first Bush. Oh, okay. Well, what was it that it. he said, though? That if there was an outside threat, that the world would be unified. Let me see. So it kind of goes into, like, I think you mentioned this in prior podcasts, like that chaos magic, that chaos. Pretty much, yes. And let me see. There it is. Uh, Reagan said it. Let me see if I can pull up the actual th- quote to give it justice. Uh, all right. He said, perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bond. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. In the 1987 United Nations speech. Yep. And I have the oh, clip wow. right here. And it says uh, alien peace clip. And that's something that uh, Hollywood has been pushing ever since because in the uh, um, this is now touching the conspiracy aspect is they have this project called Project Bluebeam, which is supposed to create this false uh, rapture where people get uh, taken up or you see a false uh, Christ up in the sky. And people are like, oh, it's the rapture. And everyone's like going crazy and things like that. Oh, and seeing. And then it just twists up. And it's basically aliens who come in and just give us. Or like they describe what actually happened in the rapture. And they try to like give the missing link of evolution. Mm-hmm. And say that we were the creators. And help us guide our way. Is it similar like that Prometheus type thing or no? Not really, no. Okay, okay. It's like, you know, the creators. Yes. Come in. But I mean, I mean, it's kind of like that, but not necessarily because what they try to do is just to evolve humanity. There's oh. actually a book called The Golden Child, which um, not to be confused <laughs> with Eddie Murphy's book. <laughs> He's talking mean, about Eddie the movie. Murphy's I movie. see. <laughs> that movie was the creepiest crap in the world. Yeah. Tell really? me not. <laughs> you watch it now. No, I've seen it like uh, I think maybe like four years ago. Watch it now. <laughs> like it's yeah, not I fresh in my mind. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's cre- pretty, pretty creepy, crazy, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Not but really. within that movie, they have um, the alien. There's an alien ship in the 1950s that just stops. Okay. And everyone's like going crazy. What's happening? There's, there's, they see this alien ship. And then 50 years later, the doors open up. It lands. And the alien comes out. Just one alien. He explains why the reason he was there to help humanity evolve. This is in the book? This is in the book, yes. Okay. And then within that, everyone comes together. He teaches them all about peace he teaches them the the right way. Religion ceases to exist. No one believes in God anymore. There's one guy that believes in God, but he thinks the aliens are trying to like trick humanity. Hmm. A few years pass by, one of the like president's kid or senator's kid starts developing these psychic powers or like changing in a way. And then all the kids start doing that. They come together, the kids, they take the kids and the earth is left to be destroyed. But yet, the guy decides to hide away in the ship and go with them. And what he notices is that they're traveling so far a distance that, he, that everyone else is aging except the people in the ship. Because they're immortal beings. So they're not physical. They're just interdimensional. And they're not passing through a span of, like, what's it called? They're just going through another dimension. That's what he starts noticing. And then they come back to Earth. The Earth is, like, completely destroyed. He decides to stay on Earth. And then... The alien's just like, oh, you can be the last human. Do you want to come with us? Uh, be something else, like the children. And he just says, no, I want to die like the way God envisioned for me. And then that's just how the book ends, mm. with him dying with the earth. Mm. 
So that's something that always keeps getting pushed on is evolution. Like okay. humanity will evolve to the this next step. This is a step question I have. Okay, so how, what kind of power do these interdimensional beings? Because from my perspective, they don't really have that much power. Um, they might give you the illusion or might, uh, for those people, practitioners of people channeling them, they might give them the illusion of, you know, power. Mm-hmm. But they're limited because if they really had power, in my opinion, they would have tried to conquer us a long time ago when we were at our weakest point. Yep. So I don't understand the, the purpose of like, you know. Like, for whatever reason, they're limited. They're extremely limited. That's what a lot of people have found, uh, especially when um, when you experience an alien encounter, it's only because you have accepted that there's an alien. That's what a lot of people don't understand, is uh, when you're open to the idea is when you're acceptable. Is it kind of like fear? Like, once you allow fear to come into you, you it, it, it has channels like an energy. So, like, you get really scared, right? Kind of, in a way. That's why when you see, like, you don't see uh, alien visits going to a Christian. When have you heard that before? Mm-mm. Never. And yet you still, you'll see people come into you. And I mean, just be like, yeah. Um, I, I think we have to classify that, though, because a lot of people will claim to be Christian. And so categorically, for anybody listening, if they, if. There might have there may have been Christians that have said, yeah, because in like, you know, like I had mentioned last episode in scripture, you can take some scriptures Mm -hmm. and navigate that to impute an alien theology, which would be false from the sense of um, making it not about uh, the demonic realm. So Mm -hmm. removing it to, to mean not demons, but to mean extraterrestrial beings that are tall and skinny and yep. big eyes and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, so those people might claim to be Christian. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think um, uh, I think we just need to be able to classify what... what uh, tall you know what green I mean? like, men, small green men. No, no, no. Like from the Christian standpoint, like what does that mean from, from that side? So there's like the, theological parameters that they mm-hmm. have to fall into that would declassify them from being able to say they are they're believers um just you know anyway so that's kind of on tangent but go ahead um but yes um when they encounter it's usually what a lot of people have found is that the aliens need permission yes and oh. that ties in the same thing with demons demons need permissions in order to actually so they don't these uh what we would call demons other people would call you know angels or whatever fallen angels um they don't have a technical body, right? They don't have a body. So, so they need a body. They need a body as well as what a lot of people have seen as when you see the, the green men. Like the greys what, or what the People green. don't understand uh, a lot of times. A lot of people, uh, especially Jehovah's Witnesses, like saying things like that. Like we don't have a, a soul or a spirit like that. But this is a meat suit. This is literally a meat suit. Mm-hmm. Like when we die and Jesus comes back, like we'll gain a physical, spiritual body. Like Jesus, the Jesus that touched me, and we like what's it called? Stephen? Was it Stephen? I think it was Stephen. Thomas. Thomas. He says, "Do oh not touch God, me, because yes. I have not yet gone." Right? No, Thomas. No. He said, "Put your fingers oh, okay. in my." Yeah. There was my another holes. one, but it's still his body. It's still yeah. the body that he died in, and as he resurrected, he maintained that body. But oh. now it's a glorified yes, version exactly. of that body. Yeah. So that's why 
it, Jesus would still have the holes in his hand, and that would be uh, our evidence. For should there, yeah, should yeah. there be another one that says I'm the Messiah? Uh-huh. Well, my Messiah is risen, and not only is he risen, but he has holes in his hands and his feet that prove that he was crucified and so forth. Yeah, yeah. But they don't have bodies, so what they are uh, a lot of people like pointing out is when you see those gray men that type of things like uh you'll see pictures of people like poking it things like that but that's only could be some robotic like i I look at that i'm like man that's just man with modern technology you could just make a robot you know it's just like moving into bed that could be um it's either one of two things shape-shifting so that you can see that it's something but yet you can't really touch it because you there's still no proof that there is an actual body Mm -hmm. two that's actually just shell that they built so that they can actually inhabit or three that's interesting yeah it's just something that they fabricated so it's it's that's it that's interesting a, a shell with because hmm. this is just a meat suit like you can have like there's a lot of people explaining um how can we clone humans and things like that a lot of people going against it but yet you have all the chemical properties or you can actually build up anything to create another human being. Yeah. The only thing is, people question is, will it still be the same human being or will it actually be human? Because then you're talking about the aspect of the soul. Yeah, and so like when I read scripture, it says like God breathed, breathed into, you know, like Adam mm-hmm. and, and man, humanity. So in a part, like I, I believe we are have an essence of God himself. That's why we are made in his image, you know, and everything that was created by God will live forever right we will never die like you'll just either be separated from god or you'll live eternally with god right but the fact that just like we're all eternal you know um but it, i forgot why i don't know why i said that but it, it kind of goes oh, into you're talking about cloning yeah cloning so um for whatever reason these these you know these uh aliens or whatever they're trying to to create bodies but no one, including ourselves, has the power, the energy, the source to create a soul. And I think that's the missing link. So, like, you can create a, a robot to live for eternity, try to transfer your conscious into a robot or whatever, but it, it never gives the creation or the spark that, that gives, you it know, It never life comes out Because right. it comes directly from the source. Well, I you mean, know? you know, humanity is so different. But, I mean, you've got, you know, sheep that have been cloned and, and meat. You, you're eating cloned meat. You know, I'm not eating no clone Yeah, yeah, you're eating some cloned <laughs> meat. You think it's organic. That's clone, baby. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? So the, the, that body piece and, and even functioning, you know, the, the, the sheep moving. And mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. all the other sheep, you know, I, don't, I haven't seen much beyond, like, one instance. And it could have just been a... You know, someone saying that it was cloned. Maybe it was never really cloned, you know, but it looked pretty good if it was it was actually cloned, if it was actually cloned. I think it differentiates but between, that's like, where humanity, humanity yeah, correct, human. and animal life is so different. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you have to build in the rationale. You have to build in the emotion and the logic and the, um, you know, and the anger and the justice and the morality, you know, like that. All those are, are, are invisible pieces of who we are. And that doesn't just come because you clone a physical body, but um, I, who, I, but then who that's knows. where it touches on um, where you have the probing. Yeah, so Aliens. I never understood that. Like, why do some probe? Because you know? they're looking for the perfect specimen 
to house like i was talking about last episode to house um basically the essence or the being hmm. uh because a lot of people uh, i mean there's this movie that came out with um what is it it's not kirk cameron i always confuse him james cameron uh avatar yeah. No, 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 no. Significantly different. <laughs> Terminator uh, 2. The Rapture movies. Oh, That's Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Again, significantly different. <laughs> I always confuse him, but in, that, uh, in the movies, you see him like uh, the Antichrist comes to being. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you'll see it in uh, The Omen. The Omen where it's like uh, the, the woman had sex with like Satan or something like that. But what they're trying to do is basically find the perfect specimen from the line of David and they'll do quote-unquote uh human abductions or well alien abductions mm-hmm. and then they'll just like take them take parts that's what you see like oh tissue samples like, <laughs> take a hand uh, you can come back with things like that missing finger but it's like i was explaining last episode um they're trying to follow what they call the ultimate ritual which is the moon child prophecy where is the perfect line of david descended from david and then the perfect woman descended from uh babylon mm-hmm. basically from uh ishtar herself which is going to house the Antichrist child. So then that child comes into being. And once that child dies, like it speaks about, uh, saying himself will intervene or go into the body and become like, like Christ. Like basically walk the earth as himself. So yeah. then you have the Antichrist himself. That's what um, they envision in the prophecy. And we're, we're not talking about, like, we're talking about people that, run things believe this this is yes. not something that just our Roswell. average <laughs> average day um person that believes in science you know what i mean yep. it's one of those things where uh very important people believe in certain like this you know right yep a lot of people in power uh you can even we talked about this a lot in the cult episodes new age episodes but um a lot of people that go to like uh the higher class meetings where they're worshiping like an owl in the forest type of thing okay where a lot of people is like oh that was just something that uh, some random crazy guy took a picture of but yet there are things that people go to those meetings like bilderberg meetings and things like that people of power they're deciding what's going to happen in the future what wars are going to be waged and things like that that a lot of people don't consider they're getting influenced by these entities and things like that Wow, that's kind of a lot to to deal with right now, you know. Think about. Yeah. So you had some other questions. You were reading them last time, and it was uh, they were they were interesting. There was some on there that were super interesting. Well, um, we touched on a few. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, so like Hollywood, you know, they uh, it's propaganda for mm-hmm. a main purpose, right? For like a new world yeah. type. Thing. Right. try to get everybody we talked in a previous episode about uh the new age movement and how or even babylon when we talked specifically mm-hmm. with babylon we talked about like how it is the frame of thought it's mm-hmm. not just like a physical place although it, it is historically it is a physical is place but it is also a, a frame of thinking it is a way of being so a when system it's yep. a system so um when it talks about like in the bible as in the times of noah it can be also that in the times of Noah, they were all in one accord, uh, you know what I mean, in that type of thought process. So um, 
Man, it's really interesting stuff, man. What do you say to a person that might see, say, man, this is so fantastical. It's kind of hard to even imagine that there's a hole in the earth. There's how do you even get logistically air? I'm still trying to get how do you how, what's the air duct system in this place? You know, um, but, or, you know, don't even get me started on the generated sun. Like and this is talking about pre-flood uh, technology. OK. <laughs> um, so it's kind of hard to believe that these people believe this, but and and it's it's kind of crazy to think, and I can see how people would be like, "No, nah, this doesn't exist. That's fake." Like, you know, what do you say to the person that chooses to be ignorant? I mean, a lot of people they like going and saying that, "Oh, I only believe in science," but I tell them, "Look at it from the highest point of level." A lot of these, uh, the scientists from the highest one will tell you that they no longer believe in the physical like the physical belief in aliens, that everything now is manifested through uh, different realities or they're looking at different variations of just water or plants existing in another planet. And then from there, you can go and actually research what is it then that these people actually believe, like seeing if it matches with their own beliefs, not just in because it follows your belief, you should just follow that strictly actually consider what they follow and then from there look at it as i wouldn't i like saying it you only open your mind to then close it on something firm mm -hmm. so a lot of people would say i'm very open-minded i was like all right you're open-minded but then what are your foundations mm -hmm. because you can be open-minded and then believe everything like i've encountered people who claim to be christians but yet they'll still believe in the horoscopes and things like that mm -hmm. zodiac and yet I was just like, okay, you say you're open-minded to that aspect, but yet you're not firmly founded in Christ because the horoscopes and all that, that's new age. That's like demonic to the very core. But I would tell them to look into it, look into scripture, not just as someone who's going to church and hearing it, actually study the word, study theology, and look at it, look at people who look at scripture really in depth like you'll have your chuck misers ravi zacharias things like that who just don't say like oh the rapture is gonna happen there are people that who actually just be like they'll break it down for you actual biblical theology break it down uh from the very chariot on fire the chariot with wheels things like that right, like the with cloud. wheels and the metal yes. shining and all that they'll break it down don't just take passages that ufologists or occultists or things like that they'll just take those passages from scripture or like flat earthers will take certain things take it all as it is whole and then from there find out what's absolute truth and don't just be rational about certain things i mean not rational uh, relative about certain things where if it's your experience or whatever actually determine what is truth because truth is definite in the end. It's absolute. No matter what, 2 plus 2 equals 4 will never equal 5. That's something that a lot of people don't understand. So when you look at space, mm -hmm. see space as the rules, the laws, thermo, uh, thermodynamics, the physics, what coexists, it's physically impossible for you to travel light, uh, light speed. No matter what someone else may say, no matter what scientists, it's already been proven. Well, if you eliminate you the constraints, I can see why... Uh, there wants to be there has to be like an abolishment of morality mm -hmm. of even common sense everything like even everything in the physical plane for these individuals because two plus two will equal four but if you eliminate the constraints yep. of of two plus two what is two 
you know, and 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 who who said like if you take it to that level and reduce it, then it it, it returns to nothing. You of know? course, because you have no order. Because then, yep. it, then, then, you know how there's so many things that that will happen. That you know, it, is it you know uh, what is it? Um, Alistair Begg. He was uh, in, talking in the sermon, and he said, he said you would you would never want to hear the air traffic control people when you're on a plane say, well, uh, this plane is 200 feet off the ground. Well, well. Uh, 200 feet no it's 2,000 feet well who cares what 200 feet or 2,000 feet everything's relative you would want an absolute in that situation because you need to know exactly where you are if not there's going to be mass chaos the plane's going to crash people are going to die so when it's tied to immediate consequences everyone wants absolutes because there's a consequence tied to it if I take this drug there's going to be immediate consequence or is is it is it relative based on you know so do I take the risk because it's relative but there has to be a paired consequence yeah it's kind of like uh you like I'm sure there's people that are drawn towards the occult and even channeling these demonic forces or whatever but the consequence to it the knowledge that you think is so hidden you that's why I was saying um, that you have to examine people that previously were practitioners mm-hmm. in this thing because they, they'll be you have a greater understanding is it worth it or not you know when you see the outcome of you know everything in their life and, and physical yep. you know it kind of reminds me of solomon you know how like everything was unlocked for him every everything i mean magic whatever um he built stuff he built kingdoms he had all the money all the girls all everything and yet Towards the end of his life, he writes the book of Ecclesiastes and he says, um, light is better than darkness. So he's giving like his, um, I say it in Spanish, consejo, but like he's giving his, yeah. his counsel to us, humanity. And he's like, I tried everything. I tried nothing that I restrict for myself. But I can tell you from my experiences that light is better than darkness and then at the end he closes he says without god everything is meaningless Mm -hmm. so so the when you reduce it to a life without god it truly is meaningless so that's why you have people that in the big bang out of nothing comes comes something that makes no sense Mm -hmm. god is something and we are value so when we reduce our value and try to reduce the constraints of morality and all these things you reduce the value of who god says you are i'm a firm believer that the bible is true that god did create the heavens and everything in the glory of of the heavens and everything to demonstrate the power but also to demonstrate that he loves us all that to show that you know that Jesus died for the world only, according to Scripture, and those that follow, you know, that that um, put their trust in Him, will have this this beautiful relationship. So, there's a lot of people out there, man. They they'll they'll follow, but there always are going to be consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, the I think that's where the whole alien thing kind of comes to head is that we're talking demons we're talking principalities of this unseen world we're talking uh we're talking beings that appear as light but they're actually darkness those that tempt humanity and and there's a value of that humanity has that is attractive that is necessary that is powerful 
and all of these movements, all this new age stuff and all this talk about positive thinking and, and being the best version of yourself and, uh, and, and we, we do have within ourselves the way we were created, we can do great things. We can build kingdoms. We can mm-hmm. have inventions and, and do all this. And, and even more so when you have that outside influence of a, of a, of a, of a demonic realm of, a, of a, something who, that is not really of this world per se, right? Um, and it just shows that we are there is something to us that when you see the temptation um in in genesis mm. where it's not i force you to disobey but i tempt you mm-hmm. to disobey there's there's a power in the disobedience for that side there's a power in the rejection of the word of god for that side there's a there's a there's a there's there's something to revoking or 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 um, releasing relinquishing a relationship with Jesus for the other side. None of that is true for the other religions. None of that is true for the other worldviews to say, well, relinquish that and you get more. In fact, no, it's dig deeper into that because you're going to get more because it's not the true God. Keep digging. Keep the enlightenment. Keep, you know, yeah, it's a religion, and now nowadays everyone is mocking religions, but not to the degree that Christianity is, because there is there is a power on the opposite side. When you believe in Christ, there's a there's a withdrawing of power um, uh, from that from the dark side into the light. You know, there there's um, there's this. Uh, um, you know, there's a certain reality that that to to have a relationship with Jesus is to have the truth. It's to have true power. So that, that, that the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Like that is supreme power that we don't possess, but mm-hmm. he possesses. Mm-hmm. And we rely on his strength. And we don't need to conjure up our own. Whereas on the opposite side, the demonic side, it's about you. Yep. It's about what powers you have, how you can tap into yourself, give yourself enlightenment, make yourself intelligent, um, you know, be the, the healthiest and the strongest you can be. And everything's about you, 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 but it's an illusion because we're frail and faulty and, 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 and at some point we're going to see the shell of ourselves mm-hmm. and then who's going to ma- lay claim to that? Because mm-hmm. now the demonic, you're, I, I've, I've exhausted my, I've exhausted you out. So there's no more need for you. So I'm gonna go back over here. But God continues to give us value. He continues to love us. He continues to utilize us for His glory, for His purposes. Because it's not about us. It's about Him. So it's just a whole, totally different. They're two different teams. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a church that is promoting a whole bunch of self you got to really pull yep. back on that because it's not playing for the for the same team it's playing for the a whole different team it's giving power to a different side opening opening you up like G said are you impacted well only if you only if you're opening yourself to it you're opening yourself to it right if god cleans you right if a, if a, if an evil spirit if a, if a dirty spirit is removed from you but you there's no replacement now it's vacant there's no occupancy mm-hmm. of the true god then this demon's gonna come with seven more. He's gonna come with more to possess 
and make you even deeper in that other realm. So the replacement is if I if I'm if I'm released, if I'm f- made free from that side, the replacement is Christ only. Yep. It can only be Christ. It can only be the, his spirit. And once he's occupied, that's it. The there is no other encounter. There's no other encounter needed, but there's no other encounter that's going to be hold true and hold just because if you've really been given uh, you've really had an encounter with God and you are occupied by the Holy Spirit, nothing else can come your way. And G experienced that where, you know, he talks about it uh, in, in one of our previous episodes uh, <laughs> where he talks about that, where you had that witch kind of mm. trying to come to him. And he and they were like, dang, like you just have this great spirit that's protecting you. There's this thing that's protecting you and I can't penetrate it. And it, I've never seen it before. It's something greater than anything I've ever seen. It's the Holy Spirit that's blocking, that's saying whatever little demon it's you're so working crazy with that can't enter this. That uh, if if the if they if the um, people in the spiritual realm can um, see that the Holy Spirit is all powerful and so beyond, there wouldn't they want to tap into it? They right. want, of course, they do. But that's when you get what happens in, in the Book of Acts. You know yeah. where where um, where uh, what's his name the the. The sorcerer? The sorcerer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tries Simon? to pay. No. Uh, he Simon Magus. Yeah, yeah, Simon Magus. He uh, Historically, is Simon Magnus or Simon the sorcerer, the founder of, of Gnosticism, uh, crazy enough. But in, scripture, in, in the book of Acts, he sees that power. And he's like, I want that power. That's the power I want. This is a sorcerer. He's saying, I want that power. He goes up to Peter. Yo, homie, let me get some of that power. Here's some bread. Yep. And Peter's like, the Holy Spirit cannot be purchased by money. For me, and for them to, uh, you know, name him anathema, he's a curse. He's to, he's to depart. And then historically, we see his lineage now form Gnosticism and, and all that. I mean, it's just crazy. For me to see Peter revoke or uh, rebuke someone because they're trying to purchase God with money. And then you see churches that are giving out God for money. Like, that's crazy. Like, that pisses mm-hmm. me off. Yeah. Jesus would be flipping tables right now. Flipping tables. Paul, you know what I'm saying? Bats to skulls and all yeah, kinds yeah. of stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dang, so just, bro. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm no. just in my head. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, women. Like bats. Yeah, straight bats. Yeah, just yeah. straight bats, bro. You know, uh, uh, that's, the, that's, the, that's the reality of if you are in Christ, these are the kinds of things that should convict you to be mm-hmm. like, yo, what? These dudes are just parading around God and getting, you know, selling selling the power of god for money nah bro that's that's crazy that that's confusing Mm -hmm. to me that i don't understand that um and and in podcasts that i listen to that are like anti-christian that's the kind of thing they talk about is like and it's crazy because they even affirm you know what that's not biblical christianity these are like atheists these are people that don't believe in what we believe in but when they look at that, they're like, that's not even Christian. It's crazy that they recognize it, but the people within the church who claim to be Christian cannot decipher and mm-hmm. they can't do it. Yet, they would embrace theologies that are, that are promoting self-ambition and self-power and really tapping into that other side. Hence why there's so much of this. I mean, it's just confusing. It's just crazy. It's one thing you, you, uh, you know, like... You get caught up in something. It's another thing when you pursue it. And what happened with mm-hmm. us when we had that encounter, 
we were pursuing that we were in that realm mm-hmm. and it's not something for us to be scared of you know what i'm saying like dope all right we got that we we see we check check you know what i'm saying we got it but we're still playing that game we're still we're still navigating through life where this is a reality mm-hmm. and for me when i had an encounter with that spirit yo for me that is so it's it, it was so real and john has other stories and g has other stories that's my really only story well and i can confirm that i felt the exact same thing with yo the, with the cold and i never even told you about that yo like it's 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 something that's just like and i've experienced other things but that actual spiritual being like that's crazy to me mm-hmm. that's what convinced me to be like yo dude this is like there's a war out there mm-hmm. and if we're not diligent if we're not in our word if we are allowing ourselves to be open to false theology and falsehood it is much more than just being wrong in your response it's about physical attack it's about our spiritual well-being it's about our family's health it's about physical it's about even diseases it's about i mean there's so much you can go into it and we open ourselves to that arena when we allow ourselves to be fashioned and and, and with the with the the gate of the eye you know movies it's a simple and television like yeah it's crazy it's crazy. All those things are occupying that space. Music yep. occupying that space. We allow that stuff in our ears and we wonder why, like, you know, we, we can go to church and just not feel it or we, you know, we have conversations, we're just not convicted or whatever it is because we just, we're allowing ourselves to be berated with, there's a barrage of, of just this spirituality and we fail to acknowledge that all this mm-hmm. stuff that we're talking about, it's real and it's hitting us all the time and it's just this barrage and we're getting ambushed all the time but we don't see it we don't get it we're just like kind of going our day but next thing you know the people at this table myself included if we look back because we've been you know surrounded by all this stuff when we look back it's been two weeks since i actually like prayed to jesus like it's literally been two weeks since i've like had intercession time it's been months since i spent time in the word and you know what? I don't even want to. All that is spiritual. Mm-hmm. Now I'm giving, I'm giving power and I'm giving ammo to the other side. Once I step back over to this side, yo, it's a whole different world. It's a whole different realm. I'm at peace. It's crazy. Yep. You're, at, you're at peace because you're on this other side. You're allowing all this stuff. You haven't paid, prayed, prayed to God in a minute. You haven't studied your word in a minute. You haven't had Bible study. You haven't had nothing in a long time. And you're listening to this podcast right now. Maybe, you know, that's, that's your thing. But, but then when you finally get into that place where you're like, oh, yo, I'm going to get my word again. I'm going to start praying again. I'm gonna, suddenly you have all these issues. It's a lot of chaos. Like, yo, it's crazy. It was like right before I got baptized, it was like I almost got in a fight with a guy. Yo, at Bur- I almost got in a fight with <laughs> at Burger King. And at the time, I was really like had a lot of anger. Um, and I thought it was going to go away. But um, this guy looked at me wrong. And it was like some demonic, bro. And that was the day before. Like, it's like the uh, level of attack before something big, you know? So, anyway, it's already, it's, it's uh, we over our, our time. But, um, G, you have anything that you want to close with? Um, if you want to honestly look into things like that, uh, get prepared. It's like Mike was uh, explaining his experience. You will get attacked. Like, that's a given. Like, if you start really actually looking at aliens and uh, demons and things like that, you will get attacked. Uh, It's not an easy route to do. I've been in, I I was going to say in the game, but um, I've been researching. I've been in the game, baby. But now I want to make a clarification because you will be attacked um, 
not everybody gets attacked. It's only when you're going towards God, right? Exactly, yes. If if you're like knee deep. Oh yeah. If you're like actually pursuing God and you want to actually research, you will be attacked. Um now there's occasionally those moments where you'll encounter those experiences if you're not in God and then you'll really step into the other side which is the the crazy tinfoiled hat UFO uh ufologist type of level where you're in the the David Ikes believing that Obama's bodyguard is like a reptilian because his his <laughs> eyelid was yeah that type of you thing. You seen the video? I've seen it's a bunch of videos I'm like yeah. like Stephen A Smith is reptilian or something yeah, like that. Like, you'll reach to that level, which is a dangerous level because then you start confusing uh fantasy with reality. So, you always have to make sure you're on top of things, be rational, have people next to you who keep you accountable because even though you're researching, you still need to know that you're going too deep or sometimes when you're researching things some of the things might be so enticing that you might start believing it yourself. So always be careful, be mindful, so uh, sober-minded, because it's tough. It's tough looking into things. Like a lot of people come to me to ask me questions, but it's because they know when they step into it, it's tough. Like they get attacked right away. And it, I've been doing this for years. I have like ten years doing research, hardcore, and I've had experience in the occult. So it's not easy. But if you do want to do it, you can email us. I'm more than happy to give you guys some answers, some questions as well that you guys can have and whatever. That's geology's advice. J-Mo, what do you got? Any last words? Oh, no, man. I think we talked enough about uh, aliens, but uh, yeah, whatever. Actually, uh, whatever um, the fear, I, it's so easy to fear things, you know. I remember watching um, this movie on aliens. It was called The Fourth Kind. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah. But it was a movie based in, in supposedly they had real footage of like mm -hmm. this Alaskan thing. After I watched the movie, it brought a little bit of fear, and I, I could have sworn I was hearing things in my room. I was like, you know, but it was just that energy that of fear. And the moment that I was just kind of like didn't allow mm -hmm. that into me, that you know, that everything kind of just went away and stuff. But uh, fear, not nothing um only fear god that would be the only thing that i would say is that um god is the ultimate energy the ultimate mm -hmm. source of everything source of love source of power source of everything and um he is the one the creator of everything in colossians it says for everything was created whether principalities forces you can put an alien in there <laughs> uh demonic force or whatever you know He's not alien he's, to us. He's not alien. So everything was in Colossians. Everything was created uh, by him and for him, you know. And and sin depart. People depart. These these beings departed, not because God wanted to, but because they chose. But yeah. um, no fear. Only fear God. Galatians one six. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of christ and are turning to a different gospel not that there is another one but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of christ but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you let him be accursed as we have said before so now i say again 
If anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you have received, let him be accursed. For how am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. And the gospel that we're talking about is only found in Scripture. It is the unadulterated script, uh, gospel um, of, of uh, who we are as sinners, what Christ has done uh, in his works, our relationship, our renewed relationship that we have with God, and our new position uh, in him, and that salvation comes from him alone. Mercy comes from him alone. And so any other gospel that is preached, even if it's from heaven, even if it's from angels of heaven or claiming that they're from the heavens, right? Or the angels of light that come, that want to be worshipped, that G was talking about in our last episode, or aliens themselves. All of it, 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 it has a demonic source and is not of Christ. It is from something else. So, um, you know, get in your word, read your word, read the book of Romans from cover to cover, understand what the gospel is from the theology to then it's um, it's practice and um, and don't be deceived you know renew your mind in in the gospel guard your heart guard your mm-hmm. mind be cautious about what you're listening to what you're watching um, who you're around you know not to be fearful right but just mm-hmm. to be aware of the things that are happening around you um, because it's real all this stuff is real uh, that we've talked about. And, um, and it's easy to get deceived and get caught up in, in terminology and lingo and aliens and green suits and all kinds of stuff. But at the end of the day, you peel back the layers. Uh, it all kind of goes back to what we've been talking about. New Age movement, Babylon, uh, deceptions, demonic realm, the whole deal. Check out all of our episodes uh, that we have previous and you'll get more insight. But we love you guys. Uh, be safe. And we are out. Mike the Baptist.